Tonight we're hanging with the boys. Yeah, we're going out. We're getting stupid and feeling proud. We're gonna, gonna make a lot of noise. Turn the music loud. Hands up for them real ones, them good girls, and them billbuds. Hello and welcome to the Bill Buds Podcast. Uh, now I know what you're thinking. You said that this podcast was going to be bi-weekly and it's been a week and there's only been one episode. <laughs> yeah. So again, it's the other kind of bi-weekly. There <laughs> couldn't be a more confusing term for what that is uh, that leads to more disappointing results. Uh, but we decided that we were going to do a little bonus mini episode because... You know, pop music don't sleep. Uh, no. So, so welcome back to a bi- a bonus mini episode of the Bill Buds Podcast. I, of course, am JPC. With me, as always, Johnny O'Mara. Johnny. JJO. JJO. And this is this is a this is a triple B, a Bill Buds bonus. <laughs> this is one of the biggest triple Bs that you're ever going to hear. <laughs> uh, it's a Bill Buds bonus ep because something wonderful has happened. It's basically Christmas in August. Yeah. Um. Uh, the the wonderful, incredible Carly Rae Jepsen released three tracks in a week. Just kind of just fucking for us. throwing them out. It's great. My theory here is that she heard about the Bill Buds podcast. She heard that uh, she has two super fans uh, living in Chicago, <laughs> Illinois, and she decided that she was going to throw us a bone and give us some delicious content to feast upon. And uh, hey, we thank her for it. It truly is uh, remarkable. One of the reasons that Johnny and I were so excited about doing this podcast was so that we could respond kind of in real time to when uh, pop artists throw out new stuff, singles, uh, bonus tracks, new albums, surprise album drops. Um, And that's something that we we're not going to cover that exclusively, but it is something that we are we were very much looking forward to responding to. So when when she threw out these albums in an Instagram post that Mariah uh, told me about because I don't go on Instagram. I was overjoyed. Yeah, it, it it was it was an absolute treat. So, and, uh, oh, go ahead. Oh well, I'll get I'll get to it later. Before we talk about the bonus tracks uh, from Emotion, her 2015 album, which this is the like five year anniversary of, let's talk mm-hmm. about the new track that she threw on her Instagram, uh, and she also threw the video on YouTube. Sure, uh, me and the boys in the band. Um, yeah, this was a fun one, uh, and it was it was a total surprise. And it, it, my understanding is that it was completely done during quarantine. Everyone is like, in the video is all separate, and the song is sort of about wishing to be back on the road. Yeah, it's it is very much um, this like reminiscent of this time before quarantine. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, you know, honestly, it's kind of hit hard for artists too because yeah the majority of their money i think is tied up in live shows like touring they put mm-hmm. out albums so that they can tour them so that they can make money so especially not only like people like carly ray jepsen but you get a shot a sense of this her um band like the people that tour with her yeah that's their like that's got to be their sole source of income you know well and venues there i mean chicago's full of like you know smaller music venues that are just struggling and that that actually reminds me too there's a movie theater kind of down the road from us and uh they're not showing movies obviously they've started uh they serve alcohol normally so they started setting up like a a pop-up bar outside so you can get like alcoholic drinks and like movie theater popcorn to go from the theater 
I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, I good for them for like being an independent theater who is selling this stuff. But I gotta say, like movie theater popcorn, the budgeter in me, that is like the biggest ripoff in the history of like markups, and it's just. Dude, it's like <laughs> it's so when I work, I worked in a movie theater for like seven years. So, so many people come in just to get popcorn and leave. That's not that can't that can't be true. I promise it can't happen you. anymore because nowadays you have to buy a ticket even to get into the thing. Right. No, no, no. You can get to the concession. Like the concession stand is usually outside the ticketed area. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess it is. I guess it. Well, some places it's different. I've been to movie theaters where that's not the case. But I guess sometimes that is. I'm trying to think of the ones in Chicago. Florida is the the Wild West. That's true. You can walk right into the theater without a ticket. Some (laughs) of the bigger ones, I I feel like it is like you take, they take your ticket, then you like go up an escalator, and that's where like the concessions and stuff is. But also, if you went in and said, hey, I just want to grab some popcorn. I don't think anyone would stop you. I'm surprised that a lot of people do that. I mean, it makes sense, but it it is kind of blowing my mind since every time I go into a movie, I try to justify not buying uh, popcorn. It was it was a huge thing. People would be like on their way home from work or something. <laughs> meanwhile, oh. meanwhile, all the employees, you're taking home garbage bags of the stuff. Yeah, because that's where it belongs in garbage bags. Now, we're t- spending a lot of time talking about movie theater popcorn, but what we should be talking about is uh, <laughs> me and the boys in the band. I think that this video is a lot of fun. Um, I do, too. The I-, I love that. I love that, you know, even during lockdown, uh, especially like someone like Carly Rae, who we've both seen live, uh, I yeah. think is thrives on uh, live shows and thrives touring and is, is such a great live performer. Mm-hmm. It must be so sad to not be able to do that. So to be able to like put out like a very joyous because her music is very like fun and bubbly and joy. Yeah. To put out a video like that during quarantine, I, I think is like truly very cool. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, one thing that is very interesting about this song is there is a Zach Brown band song yes. by the exact same name. Yes. And if you just search me and the boys in the band, it comes up with her video is like, you know, in Google, it's like real big, her video. And then right below it are the lyrics to the Zach Brown band song as uh-huh. if those are the lyrics to her song. And for too long, I was like, is this a cover yeah i was like losing my mind you and you also can't you have to watch this on youtube or on her instagram you can't find it on spotify it's not there yet so mm-hmm. if you just look for you and uh, me and the boys in the band you will get the zach brown band uh, johnny did you listen to the zach brown band i version? did it's I did. not as good not, not as good, good. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest uh, it was maybe the first zach brown band that i've ever listened to besides yep. the fact that they played a concert in wrigleyville which was right by my old apartment so i did oh, hear God. i did hear most of a zach brown band concert from my apartment one time uh other than that this would be the first for me uh so be careful when you uh when you search this but it's a very fun video um it's very poppy uh i'm gonna play a little of it now uh, this is carly ray jepson's version <laughs> of me and the boys in the band So 
So this video, it's like intercut with um, her and her, I'm assuming, house. And then it's cut with uh, the boys in the band and their houses. You know, everyone's social distancing and quarantine. And then tons of like photos, backstage photos that the yeah. crew and stuff took during her tours. Uh, and which is very some cool. of the members are like playing with their kids, like playing instruments with their kids and stuff. Yeah, one's playing, I think, guitar, and their like dog is just asleep on the couch next to them, which is yeah. fun. Someone's in their garage. Um, the the drummer is the only one of them they show just like dancing and not playing his instrument, and that makes me feel like that is something that they did on the road, where he just dances like a fucking weirdo, and they're like, "When you say the drummer, you mean Nick Pasuit, aka the Suit, correct?" Because I looked uh, him up. Uh, <laughs> I was I was taken by him. Yeah, my my thought is that the. Carly Rae Jepsen was like, hey, do it, like, take video of you playing the song and then take video of you dancing. And three people submitted video of them just playing the song and Nick submitted video of the dancing as well. Mm-hmm. Because they're like, no, we're not going to do that. Uh, but I thought that was very fun. I, I loved him. He was, I was, uh, I was very taken by him, especially at the very end of the video. It's just him, like, sweaty. Sweating, <laughs> yeah. It's very good. Um, I liked the so, part, especially in the beginning, it has kind of like a... Um, like a toy instrument quality, you know, uh-huh. or like a like a, a little kid's like xylophone almost or something. <laughs> That's really fun. The, the the other thing that struck me from the video is how uh, fucking nice that bathtub is. She's in the bathtub Dude. in this video. It is a gorgeous tub. Oh my god, with like the faucet on the side, and it's got that little t- that tray on the top where you can like put like a little sandwich or whatever you take in a bath with you. I was thinking when I was watching this video, genuinely, like if I ever own a a home i would love to get like a really nice tub and i don't take baths i think that they're disgusting i think i would man i would if i had a tub like that i'd be in that every day yeah the other thing is um right now my tub and my shower are the same thing right Uh, so if you have like a separate tub shower thing then a dedicated bath space is i i i think that's like high on my list of like the things that would like make my life so much more relaxing. I love a bath. I love a bath. I guess like a dedicated tub just for baths is less gross to me than a shower yeah. tub combo. Yeah. The other thing that struck me too is just the inner cut of uh, where her uh, touring musicians are living and playing and then hers like super nice house where she's got like a mural and like an outdoor garden and a big yeah. bathtub and it's like them playing in the yard with their kids uh, or i have to play guitar in the garage <laughs> like, mm-hmm. i was like oh man these touring musicians they really need to get back out on the road uh there was also one of the photos that they showed was them playing it looked like them playing uh, settlers of Catan, like on oh, the really? tour bus yeah i must have missed that damn it was real it was up there real quick but that's cool yeah. Hell yeah. Shout out to all those board gamers out there. I've been playing yeah. so much tabletop simulator during quarantine. What a great, what a, this, uh, they're not a sponsor of this show, but what a great uh, app. What is tabletop simulator? Johnny, I'm so glad you asked. Tabletop simulator is uh, a something, it's like a, an app that you can buy on Steam. And it's okay. like, it's, it was made so that you can play like checkers and chess. There's like default things on it. Sure. But then fans have, it's got like an open source engine in it. So fans have created other board games. Like they've taken Settlers of Catan and put it into Tabletop Simulator. So I've been playing this game called Spirit Island um, with Arnie Parrott, uh, who did that slap and theme song. Yeah. It is so fun. And it's like, 
it's scratching that quarantine board game itch for me so hardcore because there's so many games in there and you can just like load up an instance of some game that someone has spent like 40 hours painstakingly putting all of the rules and mechanics into tabletop simulator and then like playing that game. I maybe need to get this. Uh, so right now on Steam, I think that they sell, it's like 20 bucks on Steam, but also you can buy a four pack for 60 bucks or 50 bucks. And I was thinking about buying a four pack and like sending it out to some people just so we could like get some quarantine board games going. Uh, Wait, I know that the it, Neoscum crew just bought it too. So. It looks like I'm, I'm on Steam right now. It looks like it is $9.99. Is it really? It's on Johnny? sale. If it's fuck man, I'll, well, if it's still on sale when this episode comes out, highly, highly recommend you go and give ten bucks to Tabletop Simulator. Uh, and it's VR supported. There is VR stuff in it that I've never done before. I don't know how that would be awful to me, so I'm not even gonna fuck with that. Um, as a as a person who regularly gets Vertigo, VR is very scary to me. <laughs> yeah, I think it would be. Um, but then uh, the, me and the boys in the band as a song. You know, I liked it. It's fun. I love yep. I love that she's making music. I don't know that it's like it wouldn't be like a top favorite of mine. No, but it it's a it's a good time. Yeah. It is it is it is a good time and it's like it's good to see CRJ again. It's good to see that like people are happy. It's good to see she's making stuff. I know mm-hmm. like truly like in quarantine or in lockdown or whatever you want to call it, it it, it is kind of such an emotional drain. And just with the state of the uh, world and, you know, uh, especially coronavirus and the response to the United States, it takes such an emotional toll that sometimes it doesn't feel like making things is even possible. Like, yeah. Uh, So it is really nice to see her like fun and energetic energy again, because I've, I've kind of missed that. Yeah, same. There's there's almost nothing to look forward to day in and day out. Hey, except Uh, Bill Bud's podcast, which comes out uh, every other Monday. (laughs) 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 Which is great branding for us. Uh, let's talk about we we. It's a mini episode, Johnny. We can't we can't spend uh, any more time talking about movie theater popcorn. I've I've been worried that when we actually do a full album of hers, it it will be like an eight hour episode. We've talked about this too. We've talked about since we were doing a mini episode, which was three of her uh, songs. We should just do all of her albums in three song chunks, where we do an hour on every three songs that she has. I feel like we could easily do that so we have to talk about this right now because we are only covering these two japan exclusive bonus tracks from her 2015 album emotion we will not be talking about emotion and we will be separating these bonus tracks from emotion you will not Mm -hmm. get our review or opinions on emotion which will certainly come at a later date but is not something that we are talking about now it is not up for debate we're only talking about the bonus tracks i didn't even listen to emotion to get them in context of the album neither did i and it would autoplay uh from when i was playing it because these are the last two tracks on the Mm -hmm. emotion deluxe and it would go back to the first track and i would stop it get it out of there stop it Uh, i even considered making a separate playlist on spotify that was just these two songs so that it would not do that uh but yeah i i i love well let's get into it let's let's talk about it uh do we want to talk about um the first of these bonus tracks never get to hold you I have a quick question and an observation. Okay, I'll I'll entertain both of them. Why are why do so many artists release Japan exclusive bonus tracks? And is it is it like because I know that I think Cheap Trick was the band that was like <laughs> huge in Japan, right? They uh-huh. were like the Japanese Beatles or whatever. Sure. I is don't it, know if that's it, true. 
I'm pretty sure that Cheap Trick was like there I'll was take, some band, and I'm pretty it. sure it's Cheap Trick, where it was like they did okay everywhere else, but like in Japan, people fucking loved them. And is it like a weird remnant of that, where like is she like way bigger in Japan, or is it just like well, here you go, Japan? Johnny, I told you before this recording that I did a modicum of research into yes. this because I had the same question. Here's what I found um, from a. What year is this? I think this uh, March 24th, 2016 article uh, from the Japan Times website, uh, which says that the album, apparently Carly Rae considers Japan like her home away from home. She's from Canada, but she says, I have a great love and respect for my Japanese fans. Uh, She said during an interview, um, when I released 2008's uh, Tug of War, it was released exclusively in Canada, and then to my surprise and delight, also in Japan. So there have been about 11 different visits to Japan since my introduction way back when I was 23 or 24, and it felt very fitting to with the making of Emotion to pay credit to them and give them that by thanking them and letting them have the album first. Emotion came out in Japan two months before it came out anywhere else what in the world. What the fuck? Yeah, so she is a megastar in Japan, and she loves the Japanese people. She tours a lot in Japan, she is like 12 times since you know since 2008 um and Dude. her albums her album sales have been strongest in Japan so the japanese people fucking absolutely love her and so that's why she made these exclusive to japan and okay. then i think also um, what we we are not talking about it but emotion also came out with b-sides mm-hmm. there were some of those b-sides were also japan exclusives so Interesting. Yeah, there was, I think, a couple of them. Uh, I can't remember. Well, we're not talking about it. So we're not okay. talking about it, but they were also. So the, the short story is Japan loves her and she loves Japan. And this these two songs and some extra, like, it was like a, a motion deluxe plus that came out in Japan was basically just for her Japan fans to say, like, thank you so much for supporting me. Uh, oh, she man. also said... Everywhere you go, you discover people who are really into what you do. It's part of the fun and doing tours all over the world. I think uh, in Japan, I've been overwhelmed by the attention to detail above and beyond the show of kindness I've received from the fans there. We'll arrive at the airport and there will be a group to meet us with handmade cards and letters or beautiful paintings. Last time I went, I was given this flower blossom that was in this casing and chopsticks with my name engraved on them. Just so many things that that, uh, must have taken so much time. That really touches you and makes you feel spoiled to get that kind of attention. It's always an absolute treat to come to Japan. Wow. I mean, as I, I have been to Japan, I was not given gifts, uh, but it was a great place. And I would love to see her. I would love to see a show of hers in Japan. She she also said that she wasn't she wasn't like super familiar with J-pop and she hadn't worked with any J-pop producers, but that is something that she is interested in doing. So this is 2016. So I am wondering like, now I feel like I got to go to Japan and just like buy all the Carly Rae Jepsen shit that I fucking can because did she go, did did she have a J-pop album in Japan? I don't know. She might. There's no way to know. It's it's possible because that would make her a ton of money. So anyway, Carly Rae Jepsen loves Japan. That that answers your question. And now we're getting to these 2015. And I've never heard this. Have you heard these songs, Johnny? No, no. I it, I don't know how you would have. It was so fun to hear new emotion tracks because new music from 2015, right? Because they feel very much like emotion tracks versus versus like dedicated tracks. Oh yes, a hundred percent. They're 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 frozen in time and okay. Well, we we have we have to talk about them, but let's get into it first. This is uh, never gonna get never get to hold you. We're going about to the chorus. 
I love the synth in this. I yeah. love like the ding, 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 ding. I, the synth part that I love the most is like that kind of like droning bass. Yeah, like the building, especially at yeah. the, the beginning of the song. I think that this is just wonderful. It's such uh, a yeah. it's such a fun song. It 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 is exactly what you're saying. Like it throws you back into 2015 emotion. Like this yeah. is which is an album we are, are not talking about. No, but we're not going to talk about it. We won't. But it it does it it's so it's such a wild sensation to be listening to new music 5 years after it came out. That was what the artist was doing five years ago. Yeah, yeah. It's so strange. So strange. And so cool. She, <sighs> she does this in a way with all the B-sides that she puts out, which we, yeah. we won't talk about, where no. she'll release those B-sides like a year later. And it's like, oh, hell yeah. Like, this is the album that I loved a year ago again. Like, it's yeah. this new version, new take on it. Because... As you know, your musical taste evolves, and your yeah. musical, and as an artist, your sound evolves too. You know, mm-hmm. um, so her sound is, sounds different a little bit than you know, especially with what we just hold, heard in uh, "Me and the Boys in the Band." It doesn't yeah. sound like this anymore. So to go back to your old sound is so wonderful. It really is. It was so so nice, and and. S- you know, I think on this show, I guess people haven't heard it since this is the second thing to come out, really. But sure. I feel like we talk a lot about nostalgia because a lot of this music is older. And this, especially at this time where we're all like stuck at home and nothing to look forward to, just like this this feeling of something new and fresh while also being nostalgic for something in the past. It was such a perfect combination, I think, for like this time right now. Oh, yeah. And then cutting all of that out too the song is just fucking good it's great it's it's great it's just a it's a big hit like i could feel like this would be a big hit on an album too it's it is you know it's it's sweet it's kind of sad it's it's got that like melodic uh uh kind of um intense synth bass to it it's it's and it's yeah sweet it is i love this i love how the chorus is very like sweet and sad and it's mm-hmm. so like i don't know there's a, there's it, it's so simple but it's it's also so kind of like gutting just i never get to hold you as long as i want to it's just like ugh. i i and also knowing that this was a japan exclusive i can see the song like getting like being big in japan too yeah. it, it it just has like that kind of like quality to it that makes me like oh hell yeah like this is ugh. So perfect. Um, should we we move on to uh, the, yeah, the next it. track? Uh, so this is this is track two of these bonus tracks, "Love Again." Um, and for "Love Again," I want to get a little bit of the bridge in, so I'm going to go to like the second chorus. I love this. I love this bridge. The little too. like pan pipe or whatever. Yeah, it's it's very fun. So so that's love again. 
this this is a song about you know a breakup about you know two lovers wishing themselves uh, good luck in their future endeavors, but they're they're definitely breaking up. It's also like it's very hopeful. She also has this way of like taking a sad song and making it sound so happy. You know, my my reading of this song is like they're breaking up. She's breaking up with him because uh-huh. she's like, I know this isn't going to work. This will be better for both of us. She's like ready and excited to start fresh and he's really upset and she's like hey look this sucks but it'll get better bud yeah but and also there's someone whose heart is beating for you right now and you get to go find them and it's not that that i I, i copied down that those lyrics someone out there someone is breathing just for you their heart keeps on beating yeah oh my gosh and this is from a guy who doesn't uh believe in soulmates no not even a little bit (laughs) (laughs) But it is a nice thought, and it's a nice feeling. Yeah. Uh, I, don't be- I don't believe in fucking lightsabers either, but I love Star Wars. <laughs> uh, the second verse of this song also is uh, to the moon. She's singing it to the moon. She yeah. says, moon, where's the man in you? Show the way to us. The sky is turning black now. Moon, what you trying to do? It's too late for us. There's no turning back now. I, I, I'll be honest. I listened to this song a bunch. This is a jam. And this was my favorite of the three. The the thing about Love Again that I also kind of like is it's called Love Again, and it's about finding you know a new love. And it's also like loving emotion again. Like I get to fall in love wow. with this, which I don't, I'm not saying that and I we're love not talking album, about it because we're not, but I get to fall in love with it, uh, parody, uh, again, all over again, because this new song has come out that has that like, has that emotion to it. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, it, it's. I assume she released these here. I know she released these here because it is the fifth anniversary of Emotion being released here, mm-hmm. and she also released a uh, uh, like anniversary edition vinyl yep. record, uh, which I got uh, or I pre-ordered. It's pre-ordered. not out yet. Uh, but one thing that did bother me about that is it doesn't have any of the bonus tracks. So it doesn't have these two, and it also doesn't have favorite color, which we're not talking about. But I found that very odd. Wow. Yeah. That is very odd. Because Favorite Color, which is, again, a song that we are not talking about, Mm -mm. and I certainly never made a YouTube video featuring that song heavily. That certainly doesn't exist, so you can't find that on my YouTube channel, which may or may not still exist. But it's weird to have uh, a vinyl pressing that doesn't have those on it. I mean, good for her, but it seems like you probably would want to put those on the vinyl pressing just for people who already purchased this album to buy the special edition vinyl. My guess, if I had to make one, is that it it was maybe like just the right size to fit on two sides, and they oh. didn't want to add like an, a whole extra record for like one or two songs. Uh, I don't know because if I I was looking on Spotify at the Emotion ex- double exclusive whatever, and it's got like seventeen tracks on it, but it's only like an hour long. It's mm. only like a hundred minutes. Not 100 minutes. An hour would be 60 minutes. It's like 62 minutes. So you'd think that you could fit that on a double vinyl, right? I don't know. Isn't it about I... song length? I have no idea either. Again, this wouldn't be a Bill Buds podcast if we didn't get wildly out of our depth talking about <laughs> shit that we have no uh, idea about. But Johnny, we, <laughs> this mini episode is like already gone on for far too long. I know, so I know. Sum it up. What are, what are your feelings about uh, these songs, both, these, uh, both the new one and the bonus tracks? Uh, Love Again was my favorite. I think they were all great. It was, it's so nice. And she'll do this every now and then, just drop some new songs. She, mm-hmm. she released another one earlier this year 
um, that was great. You know, every time she does this, it's just such a such a delight. It really is. I'm, I'm I truly do. I always will always 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 look forward to the next uh, Carly Rae Jepsen uh, album, single, whatever it is, drop. Yeah. Uh, but it was such a fucking treat to go back and listen to Never Get to Hold You in Love Again. And I feel like these are going to be uh, heavily featured in whatever rotation that I have, uh, if, at least for the next few weeks, because I'm very, very much into these songs. And we recommend them. So go uh, go find uh, Me and the Boys in the Band. Do not find it on Spotify because you will get the Zach Brown Band cover uh, cover of her song. Uh, find it on, on YouTube and then uh, Never Get to Hold You and Love Again are both on Spotify. Yeah, that's it. And then if you uh, like the show, please go uh, give us a review. Uh, Apple Podcasts, wherever you do reviews, that would uh, be really awesome. If you want to reach out to us, uh, you can always find us on social media at Bill Buds Pod, one word. Uh, the show is one word, Bill Buds as well. Um, you can e- email us at billbudspod at gmail.com as well. So it's pretty much everything that we do is Bill Buds Pod at Gmail. Yeah, you can come to uh, my house Twitter. at... Uh... <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. Uh and thank you so much. Uh, we've we we already had a, a lot of great feedback from our first episode. People sending in emails. People uh, reaching out to us on social media. We really there were appreciate emails? that. Uh, yeah, there were some. Uh, Johnny, uh, I'll send them to you or show them to you. But a lot of we asked Zoomers to reach out to us about their Mister Brightside opinions, and a lot of people did. And we got I got some great information about Holy Zoomers shit. and Mister Brightside. So okay, and the Killers also just put out a new album. Too. I know. <laughs> Uh, but that's that's for a later time. Uh, we will see you next week. And we wanted to announce that next week uh, on the show, next Monday, we will be covering Christina Aguilera's debut album, self-titled Christina Aguilera. So go listen to that, Christina Aguilera, uh, self-titled, uh, and we will be back talking about that next week. Yeah. And uh, we tip our hats to you and wish you a fond <laughs> farewell. Hands up for them real ones, them good girls and them bill butts. <laughs> 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 <laughs>